Hello and welcome to the next episode of Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler, and on this show, we talk with high-performing business professionals. We're looking to sharpen our skills. We're looking to, to learn new ideas and concepts. We're looking to share best practices and get to know really smart people. So, listen carefully, take some notes, and look for Audrey's contact information at the end of the segment so that you can contact her and engage with her because I'm pretty sure you're going to want to when you hear what she does. And as always, we'll end uh, this segment with uh, a sales tip from me in our Ask Al part of the show. Our guest today, Audrey Bell Kearney, founder and CEO of Noise Media Network. Glad to have you here. I've listened to your show. It's awesome. So you're an old pro with it. Well, I shouldn't say old. You're a pro with this. Old might be right. No, no, no. I got myself in trouble right off the bat. So it's, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. So, Audrey, but yeah, you've got this thing, this uh, Good Morning Gwinnett show that you do as part of Noise Media Network. So let me ask you first, how did you get into media? How did that happen? Oh, I, I fell into media, actually. So in 1999, I invented the first plus-size fashion dolls. So they were kind of rivaling Barbie. Okay. And um, I had um, went into a shop to get a, um, a copy of an article that had been written about me in a magazine. And I, the guy was launching a newspaper. And I, was, I asked him, I said, hey, uh, do you have anybody writing about entrepreneurship? And he said, no. And I said, can I write an article every month in your, in your publication about entrepreneurship? And he said, absolutely. And so I became the entrepreneur editor for that newspaper. It was called Local Talk in New Jersey. And I did that for two years. And after two years, I realized how easy it was to launch a newspaper. So I decided to launch my own newspaper called Women in Business Today. And I launched that newspaper. Now, it was easy to launch, but it was a hard job to keep it going. And um, I, I launched the, the newspaper, Women in Business Day, ran the newspaper for like two and a half years, got burned out, and was like, okay, I'm done with this. But someone picked the newspaper up and decided to have me on a radio show. And I was like, they wanted me to be a, to be a guest. And I said, oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. I, I don't turn down any uh, PR opportunities. And so I decided to be a guest on their show. He liked me so much, he asked me to co-host the show with him. And I said, yeah, I'll co-host. We, we're going to need to change the name. We're going to need to change the name to Women in Business Today. <laughs> so it was funny because that was my newspaper. And he said, okay. And he, he agreed with me. So we changed the name to Women in Business Today. And I started to interview really powerhouses like Mark Victor Hansen, Linda Hollander, like just these really big name people. And um, I loved it. It was like I'm in the studio and, I'm, and I got a manager in there in the radio studio. I got a manager and I'm like, this is cool. But what happened was my husband, uh, my husband works in pharmaceutical and they lost a patent to one of their drugs. So they closed the whole pharmaceutical company down and we moved to North Carolina. And so when I got to North Carolina, I was driving down a highway in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and I saw a TV station. And I was like, I'm about to go over here and pitch them on this show. And I went over there and I pitched them on Women in Business Today as a TV show. So remember, it was a newspaper first, then a radio show. And when I walked into the studio, the station manager was there. And I was like, hey, I have this show that I want to pitch to you. And she loved it. And she took the show and put it on television. So that's my, that's my journey into media. Wow, so you just ask. I just Things asked. happen. That was it. Now, that was it. So, you know, you know, I, I, I do sales stuff, and it's amazing how if you just ask, things happen. So that was the birth of you getting into uh, newspaper, then radio, then TV. Mm -hmm. w when, did, when did Noise Media Network 
birth. So I moved to, I was born here in Georgia, but I was raised in New Jersey. So I spent the most of my life in Jersey, but I've always loved Georgia. I'm a country girl at heart and I always wanted to come home. And so when I got the opportunity to come home again, pharmaceutical did its number on my husband. I was like, I'm going to Georgia. And so when I got to Georgia, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I remember going to a film festival over in Decatur and that was my first outing in Georgia. Went to the film festival, and there was a distribution company there, and they were telling the filmmakers, you know, we can get you into distribution, but you probably won't see any royalties on that for, like, 15 years. And I'm sitting at the front of the room like, did he say 15 years? Like, is he joking? He, they were serious. Uh. Now, what I didn't tell you, Al, was that I had did a documentary about myself right, that was sitting on Amazon that was pretty horrible. However, I was making money every month from every year from Amazon on that, on that, on that movie. It was called Rise, The Entrepreneur's Journey to the Top. And I was charging $27 for it, and I did all the film production, all the distribution myself. I was making at least $27 a year. They, <laughs> he told those people they were going to make nothing in 15 years, and I'm thinking, he, he, is he kidding? And so on my way home, I was thinking, I got to help these people because I know better. And God gave me this really good idea. It's like start an internet TV company. I'm like, what the heck is that? Right. And I had to figure it out. So I figured out how to launch an internet TV company. And I launched my first internet TV company on um, Roku. And people didn't even know, didn't even know you can get on Roku at the time. And at that time, it definitely wasn't any black women on Roku. And I remember being downtown Atlanta, pitching my, um, pitching my concept to a bunch of, uh, uh, um, investors and they were looking at me like what is that <laughs> and I was like well it's internet tv you watch it on tv but it's connected to the internet and they were looking at me like yeah we're not we're not gonna invest in that and I, I said okay um, I'm gonna do it anyway and I did it anyway so I launched my first internet tv company in 2013 it was called HerTube now don't look that up now because on the internet <laughs> there's no telling what you're gonna find when you look up HerTube however on Roku is still there and we have a hundred and um about 108,000 subscribers to that channel and that that kind of pushed me into a different space I had been in television before but traditional television but internet TV was just kicking off and it, it was just kind of kicking off to the general public and people still don't know they can get on TV like they still don't know that there's opportunities for them to to syndicate all of the content that they make on TV so I did that in 2013 and then in 2014 Amazon Fire TV kicked off I know people think Amazon Fire TV has been around for a long time, but it actually launched in 2014. Okay. So I have two channels. I have one on Roku and I have one on um, Amazon. Fast forward to 2019, I wanted to rebrand because HerTube had a whole lot of negative connections to it on the internet. And I was like, okay, this sucks. Whenever people looked up HerTube, it was like, okay, ooh, what, what are you selling over there, girl? And I, I changed the company. To, well, I, I started a new company under Noise. Okay. And so this time I wanted to not only have internet television as a part of my company, but I wanted to have um, internet TV, podcasting, and a magazine. So I run a magazine called Noisemaker, okay. internet television, um, Noisemaker TV, and then um not noise podcast network. Okay. And you're looking to help small business owners and entrepreneurs, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. How do you do that? So one of the things is a lot of education. Um, even though we have these amazing platforms and it's always nice when I can get on the other side of the microphone, I think people still don't understand that this is a great way for you to brand your business. And my, my, my show is, my show is on all of the major platforms. Um, and I'm talking about Gwinnett County. I'm not talking about 
I'm just and I'm on that cutting the food. If you ever if you ever listen to the show, I'm cutting the food most of the time on the show. But I've come up number three in Australia under news. And I'm like, what? I, I got a text one, one morning. Do they have a Gwinnett County in Australia? They do not. Probably not. <laughs> they do not. But I've come up. I've come up. So India is like one of my top um, regions for listening to my show. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing. But I talk to, I try to tell entrepreneurs, like, listen, you have to make the commitment to this thing. It is real media. I've, I've got disinvited to events. And I'm like, why? And it's like, Audrey, you're the media. I never thought of that. I'm thinking I'm a podcaster. No, no, you're the media, media Audrey. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, I have to tread very lightly because I realize why I'm in media. Um, but I try to help entrepreneurs understand the platforms. I try to help them understand exactly, like, how powerful these platforms are. I speak at podcast, uh, PodFest mostly every year. I'm not speaking this year because they're doing it in um, – in, uh, January, which is normally in March or July. I'm like, I can't do it in January. But anyway, it's a platform that we don't leverage enough. And it's because they think it's not valuable. They feel like, well, how can I make money? That's my number one question. How can I make money? It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. And so I tell them, listen, are you building a brand? Because if you're building a brand, it's a great way to build your brand. Um, leverage all these platforms. And then a lot of people get twisted it up with social media. Social media is social media, but you're talking about somebody listening to you in their car as they drive, because that's, that's when I listen to podcasts, in my car. So they're not watching you on Facebook. Well, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be watching you on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok while they're driving. However, if you're on a podcast, they can listen to you. So right. that's your brand in front of them all the time. I try to tell people to think about Coke. When I first moved to Georgia, I went to a restaurant. I tried to order a Pepsi. And they looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, what's wrong with these people? We don't sell Pepsi. I was like, what you sell? It's like, we sell Coca-Cola. I'm like, okay, well, give me a Coke. So, but Coke is everywhere. Anywhere you can think of. A, when you think of a brand, think of McDonald's and think of Coca-Cola. Yes. They're everywhere. Yes. There's probably nowhere on earth you, can, you cannot go and not find a Coke or a McDonald's. Right. So, yeah. Yes. So you're syndicated in all these different yeah. venues, okay? Like what? Give us some examples. I'm on iHeart, Spotify, Amazon Music. I'm I have mobile apps. I have um, I'm on Deezer, Jovan. I'm on Castbox, Podcatcher. I'm on all of them. Sounds I'm like Business Radio X to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. All of them. Yes. You have to be on all of them because uh -huh. um, it's a way for people to find you it's a way right. for people to get to know who you are I, I can tell you one thing if anybody wants to know about me just listen to the show yeah. I spill all my guts on that show and I was like oh, I'm probably telling too much stuff about myself but it's it's my it's my place of comfort and it's my place of creativity it's my place of being authentic and yeah. it's it's just it's my place of being me and and in the county that I, I love Gwinnett yes. you know my husband tried to get me to move to Cobb I was like absolutely not <laughs> So, good morning, Gwinnett started, you said, in what year? 2018. 2018. December okay. 18, 2018, anniversary coming up. Okay. Yep. And you were telling me off air that the name comes from your mother, right? That what your mother yeah. loves to watch, Good Morning America. So, my mom, she's a, the things my mom liked was sports, football, mm. basketball. She was a fanatic. The stories, Days of Our Lives and Good Morning America, those were her things. If she couldn't watch those, she was very unhappy. <laughs> days so, of Our Lives. Days That's of awesome. Our Lives. Yeah. She used to watch it religiously. And um, she would watch Good Morning America every single morning. And so before I before I would go any and do anything, I would go in there, she would be watching it. So I was like, ah. 
Um, I had thought about going into politics and I realized I don't have the temperament for politics. I needed to do something else to connect to my community. And she would, she would watch Good Morning America and I would go in there and sit with her about 15 minutes. And I thought, I'm going to start Good Morning Gwinnett. And that's how, that's how I got the name. So, and then you, and you wanted to take it toward news, right? Yeah. So I wanted, to, I wanted this to be a place that would make me get up out the bed every morning because I wanted to do live. And so I do it four days a week live. And I wanted to make sure I was going to be committed because that's important. Mm -hmm. Right. And I had done podcasting before. Like I started in 2009 and I did it every Tuesday. And and back then it wasn't every day, but I wanted to make sure I was going to be committed. So I had to make sure it was going to be a show that I I actually liked. And that way I could be committed. So I, I started doing the horoscopes, which I like doing the horoscopes. You know, people are like, oh, the horoscopes are not true. I know, yeah. but they're fun. Yeah. You know, I do the national holiday, the national day. I think today was cupcake day. So yeah. if you like cupcakes, get you a cupcake. Don't eat too many. That's carbs. So I did <laughs> um, national cupcakes. So I did that national day. And then I do birthday shout outs, anniversary shout outs. I wanted to make a show that I was going to like yeah. and, um, and get up and be dedicated to it. And, and I can tell you, I'm so dedicated to the show. Um, I lost my mom last year to COVID. Oh, I'm sorry. January 5th. It was a mm. Thursday. I got up. I did my show. Yeah. She passed at 5.15. 10 o'clock, I was on the air, snotting all, crying and all, but I did the show. <laughs> and I know she would have wanted me to do the show because she listened every day. Yeah. And so I had to do my show. Yes. That's a, that's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. So if I could do it, back to entrepreneurs and small business owners, and you, you consult, you, you, you coach, you help them. Uh, with that, and and you talked about building brands and things mm-hmm. like that. I think still the best advice I've heard from you so far has been ask. Yes, just ask. Yeah, I mean all you can hear is no, right? And just a, yeah, and people are so even me. I'm still kind of afraid of no, right? Yes. But but I'll ask, and so um, anything I've ever done, I've had to work really hard for it, right? And I had to ask when mm-hmm. I when I launched a doll company, I had no idea what I was doing. I, there was no doll on the market that looked like that. I can't draw a straight line. How am I going to get the, the the artwork? All of these things. But I had to find somebody to ask a question to. Yes. And so I did. I spent a year on Wall Street looking for money. And I told my friend, she's my partner at the time. So she was from New York, um, but she lived in Jersey. And we spent a year on Wall Street talking to all of these investors. Well, give us five thousand. We'll tell you how to get fifty, sir. If we had five thousand, we wouldn't need you to give us the fifty, right? But we spent all this time on Wall Street learning things, asking, knocking on doors. And you would think that I would still have, I would have tougher skin when it comes to asking. Not so much, yeah. but I will ask. And when I have to, when I have to, Al, I'm gonna ask. Excellent. I'm gonna ask. Excellent. So, Audrey. What's next for Noise Media? Well, right now, every year I do a pivot, right? I add something to my plate that I probably shouldn't. Um, so recently, I'm, I'm the vice president of the Greater Eastside Chamber of Commerce. I took yes. office in August. And um, one of the things I found. That's in where talk- I met you. That's where you met me. Yes. You spoke at one of our events, which was, um, thank you so much for that. People Actually, loved we it. met at a Gwinnett event. And right. then you invited me to right. the Greater East Side. Event. We were sitting at the yeah. Rocket IT table. That's where we were. That's right. Yes. Um, That's right. Rocket is a good company. Um, but I was in a lot of meetings this year. Mike's going to send him an invoice for that little. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got to get like Mike. I spoke about you on my show. That'll be seven fifty, please. Um, <laughs> um, I, w- I was in a meeting this summer with with the Congresswoman Carolyn Bardot. Yeah. And she was talking about it was Carolyn Bardot and Glenn Cruz from the UGA SBDC 
Um, and they were talking about monies that were available for small businesses. And I was like, well, you know, they were at the chamber. It was a chamber event. And I said to them, well, how do how do small businesses found out about this money. And they were like, well, you know, we don't know. That's why we're leaning on you guys to, you know, get the word out. Well, we talked to our members pretty much, right? And I'm on the radio to on the show every day talking. But I kept hearing this over and over. And so early, then, it was, then August, I'm in a meeting at Economic Development, and, and Mark Farmer, who is one of the economic development managers, he's up there talking. And he's talking about how they have data that's outdated because they can't reach the people. And I'm thinking, well, why not? So I kept hearing this over and over. So Chantel Wilson, who was sitting behind me, I, I turned around to her and I said, listen, I'm going to create this app. Now, this is from the meet. I'm going to create this app. Would the county back me up on this app? And she was like, what is it about? I said, it's going to be about getting the information out to the people. And she said, okay. And so I put my head down from August to just probably a week ago, and I launched a Good Morning uh, 411, Gwinnett 411 app. Okay, yeah. So that app is really to connect people because there are a lot of there's a lot of resources that small businesses just don't know about. Mm -hmm. Like um, Chairwoman Nicole Love Hendrickson said, "There's money coming out in January." I was in the room with her, so I know. But if I'm not over here on the show and people are not listening to the show, they still don't know. And so I kept hearing that over and over again. And then I was in a meeting. I was at a breakfast two weeks ago over at Peachtree Cafe. Shout out. Okay. Mike said you got to pay him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm at the product placement. Here we product go. placement. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Mayor Steele comes through. So he stops by the table. He's talking to us for like 15 minutes and he's talking about all these things. Yeah, but we just don't know how to get the word out. I'm like, what? So the app is timely. So that's what I'm working on right now. We added a, a division to the company because the company is a media and marketing company. But we added a um, app development division to the company because of that app. And I realized how many other people out, how many other small businesses out there are trying to do small business outreach and you know, because nobody really reads emails. I'm surprised you got my email, Al. I'm like texting, like, Lord, I hope he gets the email because I know how we are about opening up emails. <laughs> and a lot of people just don't open emails, but that cell phone is in their hand. It is. And so I, you know, I launched a good uh, Gwinnett 411 app. It's going to go into the app stores. Um, it's going to be available in app stores in January, 1st of January. Okay. So that's my new venture. That's nice. my new venture to, to connect our community and make sure that the resources that are available, the RFPs that come out, you know, if it's funding coming out, like yeah. UGA has um, UGA, there's a, some money coming out in January that's coming from the state. And, and right now they were telling us that at least thousands of people have not taken advantage of this twenty six thousand dollars that have, that's floating around. So the money's just sitting there. But who knew about I didn't know. I just happened to be on a, a call, a, a conference with with uh, Glenn on Tuesday and he was talking about I'm like twenty six thousand dollars. I missed that. So how many people missed that because they didn't know? And so that is that is one of the things that I'm passionate about for 23 is making sure that we put that information out there to our community, especially our small business community, because right. a lot of those are still struggling because of the pandemic. They yep. have not bounced back. Some of them had to completely close down. So, yes. yeah. Yes. You're right about that. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been talking here with Audrey Bell Kearney, the uh, founder and CEO of Noise Media Network. And Audrey, you've got so much energy, and, and, and it's obvious that you have a heart to help people, especially yeah. entrepreneurs, yes. and uh, help them to build their brand, uh, help them to be bold, right? That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. So if you had one more piece of advice for a small business owner, what would it be? Don't chase money. Don't chase money. 
Instead, chase? Chase your dreams. All right. Do not chase money. I, I, I fell into that trap years ago. Um, chasing money. Everybody got a great opportunity, right? And it looks good when it's like, rah, 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 go, go, go. You can get it, get it. And then you wind up chasing that and, f- and figuring out, I hate this. It sucks. Yes. Right? So now you wasted months chasing money instead of just chasing your dreams. And what I will tell you is that people will pay you for your brilliance. You just have to be brilliant. Awesome. All right. And you can help them be brilliant, right? There you I go. Can. So what's the best way for someone who wants to get a hold of you to get a hold of you? You can email me, Audrey, at noisemedia.us. Audrey at noisemedia.us. Or give me a call, 678-809-0344. 678-809-0344 for the third time. 678-809-0344. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Or email Audrey at noisemedia.us. .us. Excellent. Well, thanks for being with us. This is great stuff. Thank you so great much night. for having me. It's always good to be on the other side of the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're used to being on my side of the mic and uh, that's awesome. So, hey folks, listen, build your brand, help people, uh, be bold ask ask and don't chase the money thank you so much audrey thank you so much al for having me absolutely this is uh, al simon with sandler on simon says let's talk business on business radio x where our guest has been audrey bell kearney with noise media network awesome so again as always we we uh, like to end our show with a with a sales tip from me in our ask al segment where our listeners can send in uh questions in the sales or sales management arena and you just might find your question answered here on the air so if you have a question send it to me at al.simon at sandler.com and uh, today's question comes from a, a man named jackson jackson says why should i set goals now i'm guessing the question comes because lately we've been doing a lot of goal setting with our clients and guests um I don't know that for sure, but this is the time of year when we set goals, especially for 2023 with our clients. And he says, why should I set goals? And he goes on to ask, if I achieve them early, what's the point? <laughs> and if I don't achieve them, it's demoralizing. And uh, Jackson, uh, that's a great question or set of questions there. And you have captured the issues uh, that people have with goal setting. And, um, and, and for most of my, and I was a, Audrey, I was a corporate sales guy for 24 years before starting this company, uh, Simon Inc. with Sandler uh, back in 2001. And in all those corporate days, 24 years, I never had goals. I never had goals. I had, you know, I had the quota that my company would set me up on. But that was their goal for me. That was not my goal. And, and, and I would, Jackson, I would tell you that studies clearly show over and over and over again, studies show that people who set goals write them down, and review them regularly are more successful than people who don't. And by quite a bit, depending on which study you see. So I would give, I would say three things. One, if you achieve your goals early, just set new ones. Just keep going, right? Just keep going. You know, you, you put your flag in the ground and you get to the flag, you t- pick that flag up and you put it in the ground farther down. They just keep going. Um, if you don't achieve your goals, it is demoralized, and it can be. But business people like Audrey's talking about who, who are bold and just go for it, what you do is you, you, is you realize, okay, I didn't achieve that goal. There's many reasons why I didn't. Don't want to make excuses, but just take stock, reset, here we go again. Just keep doing it. 
And of course, you got to make sure you have action plans for each goal. And that's really what the key to it is, action plans and execution on those plans. Because if you don't have an action plan, you're, you don't have a goal. You have a dream or a wish. And that's, that's not going to just happen because you think it. you got to go get it, make an action plan, and execute on it. So, Jackson, I hope that helps. You know, don't let goal setting uh, be a problem. Just do it. You will be glad you did if you stick with it. And that's the sales tip in our Ask Al segment. This is Al Simon with Sandler. Uh, and Simon says, let's talk business on Business Radio X. Audrey Bell Kearney with Noise Media. Thanks for being with us. And as always, good selling. <laughs>